0: email thing i made a hash whole a complete hash of the email i
1: wouldn't blame yourself i'm not sure else you would blame but i would just wouldn't worry about it <laughs> can you we blame google we can blame larry you can't blame him you can't blame every little thing on damn that. it larry who's larry page oh anyway is he evil or not evil Do i you can't know? i can't tell anymore
0: i used to know i used to i used mm. to think that i knew that he was you know a non-evil geek but now i'm not so sure
1: how much money do you have to give to a non evil geek to turn him evil? Roughly 140 billion. What's Google know. worth? I don't know, but I'm sure Google passed it a decade ago. <laughs> Hello, Jody. You but there? I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Why are you trying to do it at the same time as me? Because we can.
0: If we're in the same room, I can purposely talk over you. It's kind of funny.
1: You did that last time. It was yeah, funny. Yeah. Okay. So. How's it going?
0: Uh, oof, it's gone. Uh, it's been a crazy week.
1: Yeah. Big week?
0: Pretty big week. Quick loop around follow-up from uh, last episode. Oof,
1: that is quick. Yeah.
0: I, pa- I passed my martial arts test. Hmm. Yes.
1: The ninja test. The ninja test. So they, they failed to surprise you, or did you succeed in unsurprising them?
0: I surprised everybody <laughs> by falling down at one point. Excellent. Yeah. Um... I fell, oh, yeah. I fell down. These things aren't
1: videotaped. N-
0: so, sometimes they are. This one was a small one, so there, there wasn't actually tape on this one. Damn. But the, the particular bit that I fell down on, uh, my attacker was attacking me with a knife. Hmm. And even though I fell down, I kept, I kept the knife, I kept his knife hand trapped. Like oh, he, could, he couldn't have cut me, even though we both fell down. That's important. Yeah. Oh, you took him down with you. Yeah, we both fell. Yeah. But I'm not. He's supposed to fall. I'm not supposed to fall. Okay. But I didn't lose that knife. So that was cool.
1: All right. That seems like the main thing. Yeah. yeah honestly.
0: Yeah. So fell down, didn't get cut, still passed.
1: All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, how soon, how many levels up do you have to move before they just surprise you at your home with these tests?
0: <sighs> Some of the black belts have threatened this already. Wow. Uh, it's never a surprise at home thing. The, the Just
1: on your way to work? Or no, At no, a no, gas no. station? Or... The,
0: the, surprise, <laughs> the surprise is like, it's not like you're surprised in filling up the car and all of a sudden no 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 you're not surprised in public you know you're not you're not surprised where the police could be called Um, Hmm. but uh, at some at some point like way 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 up in like 8th degree black belt territory
1: you have to sit with your back to someone and they could attack at any moment exactly couldn't it just like just sink the knife into your back Hmm. the idea is you have to hear them coming and react
0: you have to sense their bad intentions
1: Huh. How shoes, far away do they have to sit? I don't know. And what kind sit? of shoes are they wearing?
0: <laughs> ninja shoes, Matt. <laughs> the question is that. That, that the, means Pumas, right? With the one bit between the toes.
1: Yeah. One bit between the toes. You know
0: what I'm talking about? Japanese ninja shoes. Yeah. Okay, we're way off topic. here. Okay. That was supposed to be a quick one. <laughs> that was pretty quick. <clears throat> All right, moving along. <laughs> you have more stuff. What about, do we have? About your. You scroll. You scroll past it. Oh. Oh, right. You you went to.
1: The Meadows, Las Vegas. The Meadows. It was the desert. It was the desert, my friend. We yeah, went to the desert. It's just a clever name. They call it the Meadows? No, well, that's heard what
0: of... that translates to. Las
1: Vegas? Yeah. Mm. I thought it was a whale's vagina. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> yes, I am back from Vegas. Uh, it was a bachelor party, so there was plenty of drinking. There were a couple of good meals, there were a couple of bad meals there was all kinds of things that um uh, are just redacted that can't be uh can't be on the on the show sure uh the thing i can tell you about was well, you remember how last episode was we had a nominal topic but then the central theme of the episode was how uh how getting older changes you. It it changes the way your body responds to, uh, overeating and exercise. Yes. It changes the way you, you think about turbulence on airplanes and all of that. Yeah. Which
0: was a revelation that
1: surprised everyone. Yes. Yes. Uh, but so we, we talked about how a little shop noise, a little shop noise. We talked about how getting older for, for me anyway, in a way that I'm, I'm not thrilled to admit, but but is real. It, it has made me a slightly more trepidatious person. So one of the things we did on this trip, and fr- probably, frankly, the best thing we did, was uh, the bachelor, who is of course Pat, famous from the forthcoming podcast. Yeah, uh, Pat. He is well, you know, he was formerly in a band called Area Fifty One. Yes, and Area Fifty One is located not too far from Las Vegas. Sure. So well, supposedly. Well, as far as far as we know, so we we rented a van. This is not I'm not even kidding. We rented a van. I was hoping you guys would do this. We okay, drove going. two and a half hours into the desert to go find Area 51. <laughs> we did this. So we go to yeah. You know, so we drive out in the desert and first of all. We, uh, we stopped at some random point because I had to pee really bad. We just stopped at a, a point along the road and got out and just walked into the desert to, and I found a cactus to pee on. And that was already really interesting because the, the desert, desert uh, flora... Was just, is just so weird. Oh yeah, it's completely weird and fascinating. So you what you you, you found a nice big tall uh... no not like a Subaru or like a fancy Swaro. cactus not,
0: not not a big hundred and fifty year old squirrel no, to pee no,
1: on not a fancy cactus. This was a tiny little cactus. In fact, I had to look for a while to find something that was not like a like a like a tumbleweed uh, or a soon to be tumbleweed bush. Uh, <laughs> okay. I had to find a cactus. Uh, but meanwhile, I also found this chrome like fifties era metal chrome hubcap. Which means it's, it was only you know it's only the size of like a, well, a little bigger than a tea saucer. So a proper, a proper cap. the one that would just cover it just the axle, covers the hub. Yeah, just covers the hub, not a wheel cover. Yeah, a hubcap. Exactly. So I find nice. this hubcap and it's metal. It, and I'm like, wait, I'm like in guys the, in the desert, in the desert, on the side of the road, fo- okay, where we stopped to pee. I'm like, guys, we've already found a UFO and I and I, wing, I winged <laughs> it at uh, I winged it at Pat, and then. After I was done uh, they there became this this process of taking the perfect UFO hoax picture, and we got the perfect one. <gasps> so Pat nice. frisbees the hubcap into the air, the UFO, the UFO, while while Ski goes rapid burst on his uh, on his his camera phone, oh, and, nice. brrr, and we pick the best picture. And the UFO is it's shiny. There's like. There's sun glinting off it, but it has a little texture underneath. It's a little bit grainy because it's moving so fast. But it's over this great ridge of mountains in the background. So you can't... It could be very far away and huge. You can't tell that it's very close and small. And Pat is like... Has his arm like stretched out from having just thrown it. But it looks like he's going... What the f***
0: is that? Or he's calling him to come (laughs) get him. Yes.
1: It is the best UFO hoax picture I've ever seen. Awesome. No, No wires, no strings, no CGI. It is a great picture. Okay. okay. So we take that. That this is. I'm just getting started. This is on the way. This is only like. This is only like 45 minutes in. We drive another hour and and 30 minutes. We finally get to. uh, I guess it's called Rachel. Rachel, uh, Nevada. That's like the nearest kind of town to Area 51. Yeah. And the famous Little, Ale. Lean cafe or no little alien i think it is in as in a place you would stay but they've made it into alien with an apostrophe and some dashes and it's a bit silly
0: wow that's but stretching did it did
1: you see did you see the hollywood feature film paul paul it's called paul paul is in the person's name but it's about a little no. gray alien and it's Simon Pegg and Simon Pegg's usual uh, compadres. I do like Simon Pegg. I have not seen that. Okay, well, you need to see it now because we were at the cafe that they go to, <laughs> okay. and they filmed the scenes in this little this little ridiculous cafe, this uh, alien novelty cafe. And there, in 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 the cafe, there were these this really nice letter from Simon Pegg, you know, saying thanks to all and naming them all by name, and and then a sign poster from the movie, and you know, cool. so Simon Pegg had left some some. Uh, laying yap for the for the crowd, but we so we're at this place. Take a few pictures. We have lunch. <laughs> we had the world famous alien burgers, which were hmm, highly suspect, honestly. <laughs> okay. But nobody got sick, as far as I know. Then we then she gives us directions to the back gate of Area Fifty One.
0: Oh, they just handed them out at the cafe.
1: Well, yeah, for thirty seven cents, no joke. You can buy a little paper uh, photocopied map to get you there. <laughs> And she brings it over, and he's like, well, we'll buy one. She's like, are you kidding? It's 37 dollars Why? Which, by the way, you'd think at such a tourist attraction that the prices would be kind of high. Not so much. I bought a, a coffee mug, uh, my burger and fries, and two beers, and it was less than $15. Wow. That was with the mug that I took with me. Wow. Which I, I really like the mug.
0: Is there an exchange rate going, going on there?
1: No, you Somehow. can pay an Earthling dollars. Oh,
0: okay. Hmm.
1: So we so we, 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 study the map briefly. We drive, we, we go and we follow our directions. We start driving down this dirt road. We're driving down this dirt road. In a rented in, van. In a rented van <laughs> into the into the desert. And it just goes and goes and goes. And we're all wishing now we had gotten a copy of the map because we have no idea how far we're supposed to go. Sure. We're just going and going and going. Every once in a while there's a road that goes off into the distance. And so we, we keep going. We go, we go, we go... Uh, we, and then all of a sudden, the dirt road becomes a fairly fancy paved road. Oh. We're like, oh. And then all of a sudden, there are structures in the distance, and everybody sort of straightens up in their, in their chairs. We're already assuming we're being followed by drones. <laughs> okay. In fact, you know, we'd see like a carrion crow, we'd be like, drone. <laughs> On the way back, we saw a fox, we're like, fox drone we saw this crazy hawk sitting on a fence post hawk, hawk drone, drone. Uh, yeah uh, yeah, yeah. We we're pretty sure that that you know spraydy was flying a drone army around us cuz since he wasn't he wasn't present but so we we finally see the the installation and because we've been talking about it you know when we approach it there's a real sense of menace in the van you know because we've seen all these signs that say deadly forth- force authorized and there's a sense that if we get too close or try to try to cross this perimeter, this would be the end. And, like, and honestly, we don't want to get so close as to be shot. As to be shot even as. We don't even want warning shots. So we get pretty good cool driving.
0: But this is still a, ostensibly
1: a public road. Well, it's a road. It's not an unpublic road. There's no sign <laughs> saying don't drive on this road. In fact, it's called Backgate Road on even on the Google Map. All right, so Google knows about it. Google knows. All right, yeah, but it's called Backgate Road, and Backgate Road leads to this area of purple on the map where all of a sudden there's no satellite imagery.
0: Purple. You should be down with that,
1: though. Really? Yeah. That's not your area,
0: really.
1: Different kind of purple. Okay. It's yeah, it's an area where Google doesn't show you anything on the satellite; it just goes purple. It's redacted from the satellite. Yeah, yeah, like like Dick Cheney's house. Wow. Yeah. And secret, so secret location. So, all right. <laughs> a so we we start to get everybody's in the van, and I feel like it's contagious. Everybody in the van just starts to get a little tense. We all start to get a little tense. We're thinking about like. It's like, you know, I figure I got the cruise control on so the van's not going to stop when my 10, head explodes from 10, the sniper bullet. 10-gallon hat 10-gallon hatman is my man, obviously. When
0: the, all 10 gallons explode yeah. from the sniper bullet. And I'm
1: like, and I'm looking like, where's the
0: cancel button? I'm going like,
1: to grab the wheel hit the cancel <laughs> button, and then steer into that fence. Yes. To yes. slow us bit, down. To scrub off the speed on the fence. That's That was the plan. <laughs> so, we get there. 10-gallon hat man turns the, uh, turns the van around probably about 100 yards from the fence with the signs. From where you would have to stop because would, of the there's a fence Because there's gate. a gate down okay. and there's a guard post. Is there, is there a guard there? Well, see, here's the thing. So we get out of the van and we start walking. We assume there'll be a guy in the hut. You
0: just made yourself easier to shoot.
1: Why did you get out of the van? Well, Don't see, get ten, out of the van. 10-gallon hat man didn't get out of the van. At, rather, he got out of the van, got out of the driver's seat, came around to the back of the van where the lift gate was up, Sat on the back bumper and did not move. He that is spot. the only
0: smart one. The rest <laughs> of us,
1: the rest of us sort of, sort of sidled up toward the gate, kind of casually. And there are all these signs that say no photography of this area. And we're, okay. we're, for f- everybody's got the camera phone, we're all stabbing pictures, oh, we're all no. taking selfies in front, of, oh, in front of But, okay, there was no evidence of guards in the guard hut. Okay. But we all started to feel, I mean, everybody felt a sense of menace. Because of the the signs and because of the I guess the aura of the place, the, the sort of what do you want to call it, the, the legend of the place, the,
0: t- the tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist right. legend of the place.
1: And so there's this guard hut and the po- and the the gate, and then there's this bigger uh this bigger like uh, steel shed building, and the door to that steel shed building, this is behind the fence, is is hanging open. We expect at any moment, when we're, after we're farting around here for a few minutes. Oh, and also there are a hundred cameras. So we're looking at you. Looking at us. Sure. So we know we're on camera. Nobody's gonna do anything threatening. You know, we're all trying to be as silly as possible. Make <laughs> sure that we look silly. <laughs>
0: Everybody has big arms. Everybody big arms,
1: <laughs> no weapons, just camera phones. Oh. But we are all taking selfies. Okay. Right. Uh, and, so, and I mean, then, and then. And this then. has gotta be
0: at least five miles from the real gate where they'll shoot you, right? Oh,
1: I would. Assume if there so. is a gate where they'll shoot you, I, I assume so. Nobody ever came out. Nobody ever. Uh, nobody ever scolded us. But <laughs> we started to hear. We heard jet engines in the distance. Ooh,
0: that's fun. And then we're all like,
1: 10-gallon and Hatman again never really left the van, the shelter of the van, and hiding behind the axles the whole time. we So we we finally decide we've got we've had our fun. We got our pictures for for Pat. Famous from the forthcoming podcast. podcast. The, uh, this was with a bucket list item. He'd always wanted to go to the gate at Area 51.
0: Well, see, I was, uh, last episode when you mentioned possibly doing this, I was like, I hope, I hope it's Area 51. I mm-hmm. hope that's the field trip because that would just be, that would be too good. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't and know did it was it. on his bucket list. And he
1: didn't tell anybody. Well, see, that's the thing. I knew he wouldn't tell anybody. But he, we didn't realize how badly he wanted to do it until we were doing it. And then he was so stoked. And it made the rest of us super stoked. Yeah. We were all so uh, excited. Then we're right, driving away. Excited. We're driving away. Like there's a fox drone and a hawk drone. But we're still pretty sure we're okay. We we get back onto the main road and we, we start driving out of the desert. We're all feeling great about this experience. Even though we've been in the car all freaking yeah. day. And
0: No one got shot though.
1: No one was shot. And then on the way out we noticed these... Driving through the desert, we know these brilliant white patches on like, the desert floor. Like salt pans? Well, I, that's what we were thinking. It was like, is that salt? Is it sand? Is it... I'm like, barrage, no, it looks like... Barrage. Could be no, lightning it look, strikes? It looks like ice. I'm like, that looks like ice or snow. That looks like snow. I'm like, it can't be snow. It's only... I mean, it's cold. It's like 40-something degrees, but it can't be snow. So, on the way back, I'm like, we have to stop at, when there's a place to pull off. And... Check out the snow thing. So we pull off, and I had to pee again. <laughs> uh, so I found the biggest, and it turned out it was snow—these big patches of snow. So like wherever oh. the where the was sun a bit of depression a the bit sun of depression oh, yeah right. there were these these little sheets of snow, and um, we we stopped and I found the biggest one I could find, uh, like you know fifty yards or or so from from the van, and I peed all over it. You uh, manureated on the snow. I did. Then we had a full-on snowball fight in oh, the fun. in the desert. So the snow was pretty hard packed. So I found uh, I think Eric found a pointy rock and I chipped it up and was, was throwing snowballs at people and they were exploding. So that was super fun. Then after all that nonsense, we all pile back in the van. Again, the ten gallon hat man is driving, and he points the he points the wheel back toward the road, and hit the gas. And the front wheels just spin. Oh no. And it's funny because while we were we were, we were traipsing about in the desert playing with the snow, we were like, huh, this ground is a lot softer than you'd think. It looks so hard Scrabble with the rocks and the cacti and the you know. But it's actually it's actually pretty pretty spongy, pretty loamy. And he hits the gas and that you can just feel the front of the ends the front end of the van start to dig in, oh, start no. to go down. And we're like, whoa, whoa, stop, whoa, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Everybody out. Yeah. So everybody gets out and organized to push. I kind of go around the front of the van, and he hits the gas again. And everybody, and everybody but me, and also uh, Captain Obvious, n- neither of us are pushing. Captain Obvious is trying to take a photo of the affair, and I'm I'm just kind of on the other side. There wasn't any more room to be clear. There wasn't any more room to push. To push. There were already four people, four grown ass men pushing on the back of the van. There wasn't room for a fifth man. The van's so, only so wide. Yeah. So they're pushing, and they get like an impressive three feet and uh except that as they're going three feet forward the van kind of squirms sideways and is slipping sort of down the embankment okay and the embankment goes down hang on a second
0: how far off the road are we talking about oh just just, on the
1: shoulder just just on the shoulder okay but just off just you know so the the whole van fits on the shoulder but it's already at a probably 15 degree lean Uh oh off the road and just after that it goes to like a 45 or, or 50 oh, degree no. slope uh, down about 8 feet to the desert floor. So the van starts squirming as they're pushing it. starts sliding so a bit this sideways. Ro- this
0: roadbed is really crowned up above the desert, all Oh, huh? way up. Okay.
1: So it starts squirming and sliding sideways. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, stop, 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 stop! Because, I mean, for one thing, it looked like if it kept squirming in that direction, if it... If it slid down the embankment, I know that the downhill wheels would have dug in and the thing would have rolled. Oh! Yeah. It would have. Well, it probably would have landed on its on its starboard side on the desert floor, <laughs> on its starboard uh, rolly sliding door. Either way, not a
0: result you want with the rental van. But,
1: but the other reason I said stop, stop, stop is because I noticed that the rear wheels weren't turning; they're were being dragged and and causing gullies in the desert. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. the rear wheels are turning. Ten gallon hat man. is the parking brake on? Oh no! And he just goes, <laughs> he just he just makes this face, and he you see him reach and pull lever, and here just clunk, and then he drives right up. Uh. On <laughs> so we were only stuck because because the parking brake was on. Wow! So we, we we did call him parking brake for part of the rest of the weekend. That's a good story. Yeah, it was a good story, and as the ten gallon hat man said on on the Blue Social Network today. We need more stories like that. We need to do more sort of silly, aimless things like that that aren't really centered around... They're not really centered around a thing we've done before. They're not really centered around, say, drinking or eating. It's just going someplace where we don't know what to expect and and seeing what's out there, man. You know what that is? What is that?
0: That's an episode of Storytime with Ski.
1: Oh, I should have let
0: him tell that story. Sure. No, it's okay. Right. He can still tell it. Yeah, or Ten Gallon Hat Man can tell it. Oh yeah, you know we can, re, we, can, re, we, can we can we can get back to that. We can we can we can, re, we can
1: re-release that. Yeah. As, a, as a story. Uh, I'm, so in this game. good
0: story. Glad to have it yeah. on. At least you're trying. Let's carry on. We we got we got lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Pieces, I think, has become a top-notch listener. He's got he's got topic suggestions. He's got merchandise suggestions. Mm-hmm. He's got domain name suggestions. You know.
1: Oh yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. How do you feel about that? That top-level domain thing. The dot, the dot guru. I, oh, I I'm would not... just have to punch myself in the face every day.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure how to feel about no, the guru. The,
1: the dot guru. I can never be a dot guru. What were the other ones though?
0: There was dot photography.
1: No. um what else there was something else that worked right
0: i can't remember what else what else worked uh dot photography was the only one to stay with me if you if if matt can uh can get it real quick
1: dot bike dot clothing dot holdings dot plumbing dot singles and dot ventures mm.
0: uh, dot singles dot ventures
1: camera dot equipment dot estate dot gallery dot graphics dot lighting I don't
0: know. All right. Well, I don't know. Hot tip, listeners. There's there's new top level domains in case you you're just waiting for an excuse to well, Mr. To, P- to, to open up a dot .singles website. Mr.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pieces seems to think that I deserve a .dot guru. Yes, it should uh, be. it should I don't. Be. I
0: don't think. That, I'm not sure that's a compliment. Matt. M- Matt .dot guru or something. Oh, um, man. No, uh, I'm sure he meant it as a compliment. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Oh, maybe he did I'm
1: not sure. I'm not sure. What? Well, maybe uh, maybe he'll give us, a, uh, give us some follow up. You on know,
0: I'll, I'll I'll look into it. I'll will get on my uh, my favorite domain name registrar and see see, mm. see what's available for Matt in the dot guru space. Oh
1: God, you um, know, talking of Mister Pieces, he uh, he did that thing again where I I I upload my my runs via my running dingus to the. The cloud and then he likes them immediately. He told he told me he got you real quick again. Oh real quick. <laughs> he told you about that? Yes. Right.
0: Yeah, he got me real quick. See, this like week. I said, he's a top notch listener. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and you know, another listener, um, it, this gets back to the lost follow up, which is our our lost feedback, which is our, our topic for today. I but feel, another listener said that that we should we should keep up talking about running. Did you run this week? No. Oh no. I ran ten miles this week. Well a little more than ten miles. Wow. I did a, a 5K Monday, 5K Tuesday, so that's already six and change, Uh-huh. and four miles yesterday.
0: Nice. Yeah,
1: feel feel good
0: about it. All right. So, yeah. I've realized that I never had Matt tell me exactly who it was that was so angry about the running stuff.
1: Yeah, that was weird. Who was it? I think it was the Christmas Caller, and maybe... But
0: if it's just a Christmas mm. caller, now we have we She's have someone voice. who says it's good. Yeah, well that mm. evens out. Mm. 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 Mm.
1: Should we talk more about shoes,
0: Joey? No, okay. We cannot. We literally <laughs> cannot get into that right now. I'm begging you.
1: Okay, another another. Uh, I'll try to keep this short. Should I keep this short or should we skip over that?
0: Psst, like super super short.
1: Okay, um, there were there was at least one listener. Who wants to know what we meant by publication bias and when I said file drawer effect? Yeah, in the last episode. Yeah, there's
0: also at least one co-host who wants you to explain the file drawer effect. Well, and it's, publication bias. The file
1: drawer effect is, I think, what you were talking about. You just maybe hadn't heard that term before. When you when you asked, you know, about the publication of negative studies. All right. Well, that's that's part of the file drawer effect. So the okay. file drawer effect is that certain kinds of papers, certain kinds of research and studies. Wind up in the file drawer rather in the journal rather than in the journal, because of these various well-known publication biases, right? So because one of them,
0: people know that they won't be published, right? Because but, they no.
1: submit them and they, right. and they get rejected, and, and so part of that is what you were, were already talking about, which is the fact that negative studies tend to not get published, not at nearly the rate as positive studies, right? And that's that's one of the publish, publication biases. And, or biases, biases, as, as you would say. <laughs> but publication bias is not just one thing. It's there's a host of publication biases, just like there's a host of media biases. You know, for example, there's a publication bias towards publishing what I would term preliminary studies. These tend to be studies with low ends, meaning you know small sample sizes.
0: And, and is in the letter N, listeners, mm-hmm. low numbers of subjects. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I'll just say so, that's just not going to come across in the audio. All right, that's all, right. all I'm saying. All okay. right. So these tend to be studies with small sample sizes, or or sometimes studies that are overpowered, which is the the opposite, where they are purporting to show a a, a never before observed effect, and that that makes headlines. That's what the journal public uh, publishers want.
0: Well, and also for new. New stuff, untried stuff, you have to start with these small, you know, pilot studies. Sure, sure. So, pilot you know, studies,
1: preliminary studies. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. In terms of the scientific process, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. The problem is that there's a publication bias toward preliminary studies and against the often negative studies that follow on those same lines of inquiry.
0: Uh-huh. All, the, all the newsmen out there, all, all the ink stained wretches. They want the new stuff. <laughs> They're starved for it, Matt. That's what.
1: Okay, but so here's the problem. So a, pl- a preliminary study comes out with a small n that purports to show that uh, I don't know drinking orange juice. Orange juice causes excess flatulence. Or whatever, but and this has never been observed before, and it gets picked up by the media. The press release is is splashy, oh, and now we all Huff, think it's all over HuffPo. Oh God, don't even get me start, I beg you, not to get me started on HuffPo. Well, you promised to keep this short. All right, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be quick. So now everybody thinks that orange juice causes farts. So then somebody says, all right, based on this preliminary study, this is a line of inquiry that needs to be pursued. Let's do a proper study. Let's get a big n. Let's control the confounding variables better." Let's do a, a rigorous methodology on the same line of inquiry. And it Proper comes, funding, bigger studies, yeah, better it come, methods. And it comes back dead negative. And guess, guess what? Does that one make the, the headlines? No. Man, so everybody still thinks, because they read it on HuffPo, that orange juice causes farts. Okay. Listeners, I made that up. But it's, <laughs> it's just an example. So that's, that's another publication bias. The, bu- the bias toward... Preliminary studies with uh, poor quality methodology, but splashy results, and then the then there's the contrasting bias against the higher quality studies that often show that those preliminary studies were bunk. All right, Uh, Um, and and there are others. So the so and then replication. I think the 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 one I absolutely have to mention before you make me move on is the bias against the publication bias against publishing replications, especially exact replications. Because they're perceived by the editors of these journals who have copies to sell, uh, they're perceived as boring. Because well, people have literally seen this study before. Well, they literally are, they are boring. It's the exact same study, but but when it the... gets the opposite conclusion, Ooh. that is critical. Or so I can't like repeat. That's the, the point. That's the point. You should be able to repeat it exactly. So getting an exact replication published is famously difficult. Uh, my my favorite example of this is from uh, what is that guy's name uh, Daryl Bem the guy from uh, Cornell he's a, a a noted psychological social science guy got a lot of got a lot of publications to his name he's famous with good reason got a good reputation in academia Daryl Bem he published a study in I think 2012 or 2013 early on that purported to show. A statistically significant effect of precognition, or if you'd rather, retrocausality.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the
1: future affecting the present, or the present affecting the past. Retrocausality. Yeah. Okay. Okay? So, I think... Did we talk about this before? I think
0: we've said retrocausality on this show before. Drink. Or something very similar.
1: Everyone drink. <laughs> Everyone
0: drink. Retrocausality. No, it was... What was it? It was a retro... Retro...
1: Pre metacognition? I don't
0: know. No, we were talking about our resumes. Oh, uh, cut all this out. But what was that term we came up with? It was hilarious. Crap. once again, can't remember. Listeners? On podcast. Yeah. Well <clears throat> Neil.
1: Alright. So anyway, Daryl Daryl Ben did these experiments where he had a he had volunteers make a decision and there was a random there was a random uh, computer generating random images and the idea was that the 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 participant selected between door A and door B before the computer made its random determination of what the picture would be. But if the picture was sexy, that that would influence the past decision. In oh. other words, in other words, that the person could so one image is a
0: goat and one is goatsy.
1: There you go. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> cut the oh.
1: Cut that <gasps> oh, goatee reference. So
0: you made a goatsy reference. Uh, oh man! Why did I do that on my own show? Oh, why would you? It was funny though. It was very funny.
1: All right, <laughs> moving on. So exactly, exactly that. And so his his premise, and he, he claimed to have proved this with, with data, is that that the uh, the sexy images could travel backwards in time and influence the guessing behavior of the participants because participants want to see sexy. Images. Sure, sure. Well, if well, who doesn't want to see sexy? If
0: Doctor Who has proved us nothing else is that sexiness can travel through time. That's why hmm. Chris Ecclestone didn't last very long as Doctor Who.
1: No, he wasn't. No. 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 Not sexy. Interesting. What do you think about the new guy? All right, that's a huge DRL.
0: Uh, huge derail. Haven't made up a mind yet.
1: Neither have I. I'm
0: trying to remain neutral on no, that. Neither
1: have I. Well, he's only been on the show for like 18 seconds, right? it uh, sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. Moving along. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, all right. So here's my point about replication. Let me, let me try to bring well, this yes, back around. Please, please. <laughs> circle back. Okay, so Daryl Bem, he, he, his his research about precognition and retrocausality, it was very splashy. He was on the Colbert Report, all right, to talk about how the future can influence the present and vice versa, or not versa vice, whatever. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, And when people started looking at his actual research, it was terrible. It was just, it was badly done. The methodology was poor. The statistical work was even worse. He had done all the worst kinds of manipulation uh, in terms of. Well, that's sad. What in terms of researcher degrees of freedom, which is probably a topic for another day. Yeah, it's probably well, another he, pattern. He, he,
0: if you're starting with bad methods, it doesn't matter how good your stats are.
1: You know, Well, stats are terrible, but his methods but if, were also poor. If he's fudging it all the way around, all the way down, it's oh, turtles right. all the way down. Oh. So, so then some proper scientists, uh, Richard Weissman being the the most notable. Now, he does maybe have an axe to grind, so the other side would point out that Richard Weissman is a, what they would like to term, militant skeptic. But anyway, they did exact replications of BEM's work. And what would you suspect they find? Bupkis. Dead negative. And how successful do you imagine they were trying to get that published?
0: Well, I bet they didn't get on the Colbert Report.
1: Did not get on the Colbert Report. They did eventually get it published in PLOS ONE.
0: Of course
1: uh, but love plus one love but, the plus one
0: but it's it's open it's, it's an a, open journal it, it is
1: an open journal which has its own problems and then we'll leave that for another day yeah. but this is Different what I'm talking episode. about uh, this is what I'm talking about about the uh, the bias against replication so a terrible study that makes headlines Spicey. gets out there into the world gets on the Colbert report and Colbert if you if you YouTube this listeners if you want if you're really interested which I sincerely doubt you are. Did he turn into
0: him a little bit? Oh, Colbert gave him some oh, hard s***. That's
1: good. That's good. <laughs> Colbert gave him, gave him some him
0: I sh- know John Stewart would, because he's, oh man, he's a great interviewer.
1: He is, and I think Colbert is, well, this is a, this is a, a derail, but anyway, it, judge for yourself, listeners, if you want to check that out, we'll look at Daryl Bim on Colbert, you can find that easily. Yeah, Colbert definitely, definitely made him work for it, but... Yeah, but that study gets all the way around the world before you know yeah. the the yeah. debunking gets out of the game.
0: Huh. I don't know. I don't know if there's any way around that. that that's no. That's kind of sad. We're gonna have to talk about that again.
1: Well, the, so. so these are several of the. So the file drawer effect, just to, to try to define that term, is the effect of studies essentially that are not sexy enough for publication going into the file drawer rather into rather than into the scientific community. See, that's all that term means.
0: Yeah. I, I want I want that turned around. I want that turned on its head. I yeah. want the file drawer effect to be that the negative results, the replications, they're all published on FOSS one or some open journal. Yeah. And they're there in the file drawer for the world to see. Oh, it's the I world's see. file drawer. Oh That's I love what it. I that's what I wish it meant.
1: You I, know? Lo- I love that, Jody. Huh. What do we want to call that? Uh, we're gonna reclaim the, the file drawer. The internet? I don't know what you. Call <laughs> I don't know what you call that. Uh, we call that rec- reclaiming the. F- we're we're, yeah. we're taking it we're back. Taking it back. Taking back the file drawer. Taking back the file jar. Cheers. All okay, right. uh, moving on. Again, <laughs> uh, uh,
0: cognitive load. Once again, I right. let Matt go on too long. I no. apologize.
1: No, moving on, yeah. Okay, so in the fake follow-up, what do we got? Uh, our,
0: our moms are possibly colluding. We need to talk about that. If our moms had a podcast, they would call it what?
1: Okay. So this is a bit a little a bit of feedback from from my mom, who also gave me very sweet feedback about the previous episode uh, and and said that she liked the conventional wisdom episode. Okay, cool. Uh, but she also the conventional wisdom thing got her thinking about if she and your mom had a podcast. <laughs>
0: We can make this happen, by the way. Oh, oh, yeah,
1: oh, There's room for that on uh, the Good Times Radio Network, which we might have an announcement about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the uh, you ready for this? The title. Okay. Okay. The We're title good. is. Uh, <laughs> the title is. Uh, Why don't you just listen? <laughs> So we're we're at least we're trying. And there's is, Why don't you just, just listen? listen. <laughs> that's good. Oh man, that's good. My mom also said something interesting. Uh, this was as I was driving over to record this episode. She said that you know we had a couple of we had a couple of I, I don't want to say fraught discussions, but deep discussions lately about uh, like basic epistemology. Or ontology, like the way you view the world and how you know what's real is real.
0: We're definitely hedging on that, yeah.
1: And um, and I know that's mainly for my other show, but but my mom did say that our show and her conversations with me are beginning to change her paradigm. Wow. And I asked her if that was comfortable, <laughs> and she said absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> huh. But I really, I really, um, I really think that's very cool and very um you know how she said how she thought it was cool how we could be vulnerable in you know certain episodes that we're not going to talk about right now yeah uh i think it's cool to admit that the way you're viewing the world is changing and to admit out loud that it's not comfortable but you know yeah, feel the fear and do it anyway
0: yeah that's very cool it's also cool to notice it happening all oh I think yeah right that's great just so many
1: people wake up after it's happened
0: yeah. or you know never never noticed it it's been years past and now you're a different person and you don't know why yeah it's exactly just, to, that, feel, it, to yeah. feel it coming is, is very cool
1: yeah I think I had the experience but again I'm going to talk about that in the other show so alright anyway so that's that's the fear <laughs> why, why don't you just listen um uh, <laughs> Oh, all right. So tell us about this uh, this uh, text file thing. Oh, I forgot I put this in the notes. To be
0: honest, I got uh, a little bit of good feedback from TCL and TCLP for my Christmas advice. You know, of just just jotting down gift ideas as they come to you during the year. Yeah. You know, I, I know TCL said he's already started one. I have. He's already have he he has entries in it. Uh, you know, it's I have already already proved useful. So. Now that I've been using it for a few years, it seemed like trite advice at the time. It's really cool to, to hear that, that people are finding, finding it useful. But I realized I had a list that I want other people to help me with.
1: Oh, I like this.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's go. Put and, it out there. And so since, since Matt has, has cornered me into this, <clears throat> my list is called Items to Make on a 3D Printer if I Had One.
1: And this is really kind of justification for me buying a 3D printer. Okay. Well, you know, honestly, let me stop you there for just a moment. Because we are sitting here in the tiny office at the Good Times Workshop. Yeah, and,
0: and this, is, this is where the 3D printer belongs. Well, this is what I you're realized. you're not the this first person what... to
1: make this observation. I know you're not a full partner here at the Good Times Workshop, so you're not privy to all the, um, all the, all the happenings. All, all the what have you. All the, all, yeah, all the what have you, all the ins and the outs. But one of the full partners has already talked about going ahead and splurging. On the 3D printer for the shop, so I think there's a very real possibility okay. that if we push even slightly okay. in that direction, uh, there be, could be a 3D printer here I by the end of the week. I
0: don't know if this if this workshop partner is a listener, but I'll. No, I'm he's very a, tempted to splurge with you.
1: He's a non-listener. Okay, so now you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, all right.
0: <laughs> I, I figured that's who it would be, but uh, yeah, tempted to, to to splurge as well. But if every if everybody just. I like I just I just have a few stupid items like feet for my router to keep it from overheating. Right now I just have little PVC sections holding it up. Right. You know? I could make bespoke little plastic feet for it. Or one of the shelves in my freezer is missing its little band thing to hold, oh, I hate those. hold the stuff in.
1: Oh, those are terrible.
0: And you know, like the the bottom of the shelf is still there, it's just the guardrail is missing, and I know I could 3D print that. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I...
1: <laughs> oh my God! What is happening? I, I hope that is fake. That has to be fake. <laughs> that has to be fake. Oh my God! Uh, uh, it's not good so audio, we listeners. The show, listeners. He spelled band aid wrong. Um, listeners, we may have a situation. <laughs> We're gonna pause the show. <laughs> Okay, everything's under control.
0: Everyone still has all their fingers. Most of them. So, 3D
1: printing items. Yes, okay, but- so what you're asking for is for the listeners to request things that they would like 3D printed. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much.
0: Um, because, you know, like I said, I have a couple of stupid items. Yeah. But if everybody has a couple of stupid items, then yeah, that's a reason.
1: Like, could I get window gears for my MR2?
0: Yes. honestly that's that's one of the things that i was thinking of yeah yeah. and and you you had said that from the 80s you would they're from the 80s they're that awful plastic that dries out from the 80s you you have to go to junkyards to find them you know they're just this cheapy little
1: plastic part then you go to the junkyard and get one and it's just as just as brittle as the one you're replacing sure yeah we should 3d print that sure
0: and, you know, my, the doors on my car won't stay open anymore. That little, the little plastic rampy bumpy thing doesn't hold them open yeah. anymore. That's terrible. And your car
1: is 12 years old now. Yeah. Wow. Say. saying. Wow. Anyway, write in. Yeah. Where should, where should um, now this is bumping up against our topic, but where should people write us if they yeah. want to uh, give us feedback, Jody? They,
0: <clears throat> they should write us at alyt.show at gmail.com.
1: That's a aardvark lemur.
0: Aardvark lemur rectified trash can. That's pretty good. Dot show. That's pretty good. That one bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So, so that's the <coughs> top. Wow. <clears throat> Actually, the Skype delay would have helped right there. I think.
1: I think you ran right. Yeah. Let's. Uh, so it's time to talk about the uh, the topic.
0: Yeah. The topic.
1: The lost email sessions. Yeah. So listeners,
0: everyone. Listeners? Listeners? We're so, we're so sorry. I am so sorry.
1: It's not just Jody. We're both so sorry. <sighs> I could have checked. I didn't check.
0: We both could have checked. I could have sworn. Yeah. And I've tried it two different ways. Huh. To have the auto-forwarding mm. for the alpha Lima dot show at gmail.com hmm. to send email to both of us yeah. when email comes
1: to that address. And it seemed like it was working for a while. It was working for a while. And then it stopped working. And then
0: it stopped working. And then I changed it and yeah. then it seemed like it was working, and it hasn't been working. so no.
1: Okay, so here's the thing, listeners. Backlog. Yeah, there are all these emails. <laughs> all these emails that some of you very kind listeners have sent to us, and we have not replied because we didn't read them until tonight. Yeah. Haven't Honestly, about tonight. It.
0: Last episode, I was saying that I thought the email was broken. yeah I am so sorry.
1: Yeah. The email I, was broken. Apparently, I broke it. Yeah. Ha. Huh. So I guess what we I guess what we're gonna <laughs> say is first of all thank you so much those of you who took the time to uh, to respond to our silly 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 podcast and we are so sorry we didn't get back to you in a more prompt manner or mention your comments on the air but we're going to mention some of them now for example there's there's one commenter who we particularly we really love your feedback mentioned her on the last show we did mention her uh, however we have not pseudonymed her no, and we're really struggling. Right. We tried again tonight to come up with a pseudonym. We even talked about it for what, like a solid ten minutes before we, we got online. We
0: workshopped it. We workshopped there.
1: it. Nothing nothing worked.
0: Not going well.
1: So this is the pseudonym to be named later. From the pseudonym to be named later listener, we have a couple of a couple of quotes from her emails which were were so so helpful and so kind. One was and this is honestly this is before the coffee mug thing. Happened. Yes. It was yeah. before I got the coffee mug present, which is still one of my favorite Christmas presents of the season. She said, the the pseudonym to be named later listener said, have you thought about selling memberships or branded products? I buy an overpriced coffee cup. <laughs> How great is that? She really wanted to support us, Jody. Yeah. Isn't that, you know, isn't I, that affirming? I've teased you
0: yep. at no, at no end about people about your your delusions of grandeur hmm. for sponsors, yeah. And here we are. We had it. We
1: We've, had it. We sell literally a half dozen coffee mugs. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe just to her. Could be. <laughs> maybe another half know, dozen to everyone else we
0: know. Not a big family. I don't
1: know. You yeah. <laughs> know. She so, does. She has a great family, <clears> and she also gave. And we can't. We can't get into everything. All this feedback that we honestly didn't see until tonight, and I feel I am so, so sorry. terrible. I feel so terrible. Uh, but. She gave all this great feedback about the, the kids' stuff and the yeah. parenting stuff. And we can't get into all that. And
0: conventional wisdom that we talked about yes, last time. Yes, that, so.
1: that as well. But she, there's one more quote that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually read on air from, from her email. It, it says, y'all... Actually spelled out y'all. It, from the email. Yeah. Y'all have inspired me with the podcast. I'd like to try and start my own with my partner of many years. Once we have overcome the technical hurdles... Uh, that is, get a new computer And have a few ready to go Maybe we could help you get your radio network off the ground
0: So, another Good Times Radio Network uh, show I would, uh, like the to,
1: I would like to formally extend the invitation If she and her partner put a show together They are welcome on the Good Times Radio Network
0: You know what? Before that, if you want any advice <laughs> uh, On podcasting, seriously
1: We'll tell you who to ask, it's not us
0: it's us. Oh, it's us. Get out. <laughs> it's us. Okay. Matt, uh, clearly Matt is not going to help you. I will help you. Uh, what do you mean? I will help you. I just think she could do better than us. Oh. Well, that's possible. I don't know. But, you know. All right. If, if you need <laughs> if, if you need help putting out, you know, a silly podcast, you know who to ask. Yeah. That's all I'm
1: saying. Okay. Yeah, we do know how to, we, do, we know tips and tricks for that. Okay, so then there then there was also an email that got ignored, and I feel badly about this. Yeah, from the abbess. Abyss? The abyss. The abbess. Abyss. This is a newly coined pseudonym. The Abess. I'm not sure she doesn't know who she is yet, but uh, she's a listener. She's a solo listener, and she'll know who she is when I say she's the one who gave me the mug. Right. The abyss. That's two B's, two S's. Two B's, two S's. Okay, so well, I am so sorry we didn't get back to you, but uh, thank you so much for the mug. And and thank you so much for listening, Ebess. Okay. And there's another one, at least one more. Yeah. There's several more, honestly.
0: There 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 were a lot. Okay. Uh, like I said, Mister Pieces. Yeah. Has become a first rate listener. Right. Given us feedback. He he's he's very stealthily alluding to this topic idea that he has that he hasn't really clued us in on yet.
1: What do you think that is?
0: I have no idea. Huh. But. He has expressed interest. Yeah, in TCL's
1: burgeoning business. He
0: yeah. says he says he says he's he's interested.
1: He did say that. Yeah, he said um, this is actually a quote from his email. He says I'm fully ready to buy something made by TCL. I just have no idea what <laughs> yet. Uh, good job advertising. Uh, yeah, that's uh. I so guess. Al- already, that's return on investment.
0: I guess by at least you're trying. <laughs> Not quite advertising. Uh, yeah, um, he, he's out there right now, listeners. TCL is out yeah. there right now. Yeah, those are the noises you hear. Yeah, he's he's putting things in the world that haven't been there yet. He's making things. Makers make things, man.
1: Yeah, the thing you're hearing, listeners, the thing you're hearing in the background, him making right now, is actually quite cool. He's taking uh, whiskey barrels. He's got a, a bevy of whiskey barrels. Retired retired whiskey retired barrels. Retired whiskey barrels. Not, they're not full of whiskey, but they smell delicious. Uh, he's got a bevy of retired whiskey barrels. He's taking them apart and turning them into a coffee table, bar table, and bar stool set. And it's coming together beautifully, I would say. Absolutely.
0: And yeah. God, it smells good out there. Um, you know, it doesn't smell quite as much as it did when he first sliced those barrels <laughs> oh, open.
1: You meant when we were huffing? We were literally huffing from the, uh, the I, I, hole in the barrel.
0: I w- I wasn't here for the barrel huffing. I can't <laughs> get behind that, you know.
1: Um, I mean, just the, the the vapor, just the whiskey vapor coming off those char from the inside of those charred barrels when they, he first cut them open. Oh my god, we were we were taking turns. We were lining up, <laughs> taking uh, huffs and getting back at the end of the line.
0: Yeah, so you know, this is the this is the kind of thing he does.
1: Um, yeah, he's turning that into furniture. Call it huffable furniture. <laughs>
0: Furniture. That's just wrong. Call it upcycling, call it recycling, call it It's both of those things. Artisanal furniture. I don't know what you call it, but yeah. Anything big small that you've always kinda wanted that you never could find anywhere else.
1: Yeah. I hear he's also working on a a bespoke gun cabinet. I know not everybody in our, our listeners are not everybody's into guns, but you know you know, I have my little forays into the, the sporting the sporting firearms world, so I, I talked him up a little bit in that in those circles, and uh, apparently somebody from the club uh, contacted him about making a custom gun cabinet. Excellent. So, so something, something exactly correct to hold his whatever his collection is. Uh, I
0: mean, <laughs> or or to fit. You know, to fit snugly into your gun safe. You know, if you have one of of those floor, uh, big stand-up gun safes. You know, he
1: can can make something to slot right in there. Yeah, might be what he's cutting right now. (laughs) Um, Uh. I think. I think the point is that, uh, Mister Pieces, what you need to look around. What you need to do is look around in your life, and see something that doesn't quite fit right into the space that it's currently occupying, and think about how it could be. How could be Tetris better by someone with superior woodworking skills? You know,
0: it could be a stand-up desk for your new office at your new job.
1: How about this? How about a desk that's stand-up when you want it and sit down when you when you want that? You
0: know, I've been meaning to talk to TCL about that. I keep ogling those motorized, you know, architect's I'm desks a that, motorized. that, that a go up and down.
1: Like, maybe, like, the, the actuators, like, from, uh, not actuators, but, like, the, um... We call them like the pistons that hold the tailgate open on sure, an SUV, sure, or whatever. A little, a
0: little pneumatic piston, yeah, a little, it. Yeah. little, little, Doesn't have just to like be fancy motorized. And these things I keep seeing online—they cost like three thousand dollars.
1: See, I was thinking <sighs> because I would really like to be able to stand up at my desk some of the time. I'm not going to go full paleo like you, I'm standing at my desk all the time.
0: <laughs> you got to do it, man.
1: No, because I'm going to sit down some of the time. Okay. Jay.
0: Well, so this is really Matt's solution then, because mm-hmm. Matt's not going to drop. Fifteen dollars on the crappy plastic bookshelf, like I did at Lowe's, and make huh. and make the full paleo stand-up desk and go cold turkey.
1: That does seem affordable, though.
0: On the feet all the time, it is affordable, but you got to go whole hog.
1: Yeah. So you spend more on chiropractic, though. Or?
0: No, less. Okay, it's good for your back. The standing up is good for your back. Plus, Any
1: chiropractic back. is a total bunk. But that's probably for my other show. <laughs> I let you go on for too long about I'm that. Sorry. It I'm sorry. I'm right. sorry. Stop it. All right. I'm over. We're doing it. a read here. Moving on.
0: Yeah. So, this these are the kinds of things you need to think
1: about. Yeah. All right. That was kind of a long read. But listen, listeners and Mr. Pieces, when you are ready to reach out to the Lithuanian craftsman and see what he can do to Tetris, your life, more perfectly, the canonical listener's canonical URL is... Go ahead, Joey
0: pricelessprojectsllc.com
1: there you go well played thank you okay yeah. one, one final shout out before we go to our, our last item of the episode I, I, I can't believe we haven't mentioned it but at the I think it was the Christmas party I discovered there was a there was another loyal listener that I had no idea was paying attention to the show doesn't like the uh, social network site All right. you know haven't seen him on there Okay, who is uh, it? No, no emails, but um, I think we're just going to call him, I, you know, I don't know. What do you think for a synonym? Do you want to call him the, um, uh, we can't call him the <laughs> the crawfish eater, because that could be any of us. <laughs> He's got a cool accent. He does. How, we can't call him the, well, how about just the Jamaican? The Jamaican. Just the Jamaican. So here's, here's a shout out to the Jamaican. Hope, hope you're listening this week, Jamaican.
0: Right near the beach.
1: Yeah, man. All right. So finally, Jody. Okay. To close us out. Tell us what's on the. Tell us what's on the horizon.
0: Uh, I've been shopping around for domain names a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, apart from uh, the vanity, vanity searching that uh, we talked about last week. Uh, gtradio.net
1: is available for good times radio network. Dude. You said that on the air? We're gonna have to bleep that until you block it down. Oh, come on.
0: Block it Who's down? Who's gonna buy it? Well, they're, not, okay, they're right. gonna well, buy it and sell it
1: back to us. Will it? <laughs> they're gonna buy yeah. it now. Yeah. Why do you think Burger King is called Hungry Jackson in Australia, Jody?
0: How soon are you gonna put this on the internet, Matt? We're gonna click, hit stop, I'll buy
1: it. Alright. I guess it'll be okay. You know about Burger King and Hungry Jacks? No, I I know. Okay,
0: I ate at the Hungry Jacks. Yeah, with you. I know. I was there. I think. Anyway, which one? Uh, I'm. I'm just. I'm just gonna get the damn domain name. It's pretty good. Gtradio.net. It's kind of cool.
1: Right, because it's .dot net like GT Radio Network. It's so perfect. It's pretty good. I love it. Okay, go on. Uh, Go on.
0: So yeah, I've been uh been working on the uh the skeleton. Of what what will become the at least you're trying website can't call it CMS apparently no it's not really a content management system it's just it's just our episode pages it'll where it'll be where our our show notes will live it'll be where we'll uh, we'll have the links that we talk about and the stuff that you haven't seen really up until this point mm. um, so yeah I got I got a little skeleton of it up showed it to Matt it's ugly I like it hideously ugly. I like it. It could be better, but I like it so far. Pat of the fourth coming PatCast needs to help me with the client side design and what have you. Cause I don't know I, what that means. It means in the building of a house that is a website, I'm just a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do drywall. I can't paint. <laughs> oh, right, I can't right. decorate. It's bad. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't realize how bad it was until
1: I got that prototype up. But Jody, Jody... You're not giving yourself enough credit. You're you're an artisanal plumber. I'm a okay, fair enough. And then, once the house is completed around your plumbing, you can put art on the walls, my friend. Okay, yeah, that's true. So, want to make sure that uh, that
0: our <laughs> our wonderful silly show notes can keep getting getting out there
1: to everybody. Um, and yeah. the links, I think. I think the links are important. Yeah, Well totally. Especially I mean, when I, we're we're proclaiming these facts about not taking multivitamins and and things like that. I think people are going to want to follow up on on our research. Because, sure. as you know, Jody, you are not a doctor. I not a doctor, <laughs> not a lawyer. Uh, <sighs> unlike unlike pseudonym to be named later, unlike counselor sure. pseudonym to be named later. We talked about calling her counselor, but it's too impersonal. We've known yeah. her too long. Counselor, yeah. All right, I think it's I think it's time to call it for
0: today. What yeah, do you think? but listeners, big big time apologies yes. to uh, our listeners who have been great and have been emailing us, even though I've and though no, we haven't, we haven't, they realized, haven't
1: we haven't realized. Listeners, we are so sorry. But in the future, if you email us at, uh, I'm sorry, Jody, what was that? What was that? Earl Alpha Lima
0: Yankee Tango dot show at gmail dot com
1: we will we will absolutely respond to your emails for real totally This, this time not even kidding